Welcome to Inside Aesthetics, the podcast for cosmetic, wellness, and business insider knowledge. I'm Dr. Jake Sloan, a cosmetic doctor based in Sydney, and I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, David Segal, an entrepreneur and a multi-clinic owner in the aesthetic space. We'll cover any topic that makes you look or feel good with long form, unbiased, and unfiltered conversations with expert guests from around the world. New episodes are released every Friday and you can subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You should seek medical advice before undergoing any treatment or procedure, and these podcasts do not replace a professional and bespoke consultation. Morning, Jake. Good morning, mate. I'm very well, thank you. Second time this week. I know, you must be getting sick of me. Well, (laughs) by nearly four years now. It must be getting close to four years. But now we've got multiple WhatsApp groups that you never reply to. (laughs) (laughs) Just to keep you super, super uh, stressed. Um, Uh, We're doing a slightly different one today. Well, well, why are we here? We're here to talk about some of the exciting things that we've been doing with the podcast and all of the ideas and initiatives around that. And we've yeah. got two lovely guests from different parts of the world who are part of our Patreon. Is it Patreon or Patreon? I get confused. We'll, we'll get onto that. Right. They're patrons. <laughs> right. Patrons. Okay. Yeah. So why don't we start closer to us in New Zealand with Sarah Graham. Sarah, do you want to introduce yourself to the world? Oh, yes. Thank you. So, yes, my name is Sarah Graham. I've been a nurse for probably about 18 years. Uh, five of that being in aesthetics. Um, started in a train clinic um, in New Zealand. So that's pretty much where I got all my experience from and stuff. And then I started deciding to go out on my own about a year ago. So I just worked from a clinic in the backyard. Um, not actually in the backyard. We've seen your clinic. It's clinic. not in the yard. It's in a very nice <laughs> little <laughs> annex to your house. <laughs> yeah, very, very vibrant colours to do with my personality. But um, yeah, no, I love it. And I love to be um, home and spend time with the dog and my, you know, partner and stuff as well. And then, yeah, my clinic and my customers or clients feel really at home in the way that they feel that they don't need to, you know, go into a clinic and, you know, be a bit scared or whatever that they can just feel like, um you know, oh, what's the ways? They're just like comfortable and yeah, no judgment or anything like that, and not have to run into everybody in the street. Fantastic. So, yeah. so how many years have you been injecting for? Uh, five years. Five. Right. And what what was the name of the chain in New Zealand? I don't know any chains in New Zealand. Well, LCA. LCA. Yeah. <laughs> well, L C N Z. Oh, Casey Clinic. Yep. Okay. Casey. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. C A C I. I think isn't it. Yeah, right. Okay. And so where do you think you're at with your injecting career? I don't like to look at things in terms of years because someone could be injecting for two years and see lots of patients. Someone could be injecting for 10 years and have hardly seen anyone. So where do you think you're at in your career and your development as an injector? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, To be honest, I feel that working at the Casey Clinic, it was was a great experience and got me my confidence and stuff as well. Um, Although I wasn't 100% 100% committed to my development there. Mm. Um, I went there, I, you know, loved the team that I worked with, loved my clients and stuff, and I sort of just did the work and still loved it, but not really, really passionate about it. And it wasn't until that I was um, coming out and thinking, oh, I really want to start this and really delve into it, and that would have been in the last year. So I was working two days a week at the Casey Clinic. So um, when you first... Well, as a new injector, really, what happens is when you go there, you're trained for, you know, a few days, I think it is. So what happens is you go to Auckland and um, you're in a training school, so they train you up and then you go back to your clinic. Now, once the 
my clinic was an uh, um, it was just opening, so I was the only nurse. So I did about ten years of ED, and um, so that was where my experience was. But then coming out as an injector, I was like, wow, um, you know, because there was no doctors around, there was no nurses around. I was the only nurse in the clinic, so it was quite scary when I first because um, we were just opening. So it started really slow, and then building the clientele. And then as that was happening, um, then I started getting more confident and stuff like that. But still, I still feel it very lonely in that way. And then, so anyway, I started just getting more and more um, experience up, um, getting my confidence up. And then that's when I thought I was ready to go out on my own and, um, yeah, just sort of start with my clientele that would follow me. Because I think working in a chain clinic, you're it's like your vibe attracts your tribe. So I wasn't feeling like, I was getting my vibe of my clients, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then when I went out on my own, I was like attracting my tribe in that way that it was just really cool clients that were very similar to me yeah. and stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. Perfect. Now, and, Michelle, we don't yeah. ignore you. <laughs> You've been very quiet. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. That's <laughs> tell, okay. Tell us about you because uh, we were just talking off air. We've met before. You, you used to live in Australia and you even worked, well, yes. you got a job in my clinic and then you had to move. So tell, tell us the backstory. Okay, the backstory to that is um, that particular thing is my partner's Australian. And if you went to nursing school before the internet, um, it takes quite a while to for everyone to dig through um, boxes and storage bins to prove that you actually are a nurse and that you passed all your things. So that took about six months. Yeah. So I would fly back every two months for a month to work in the States. And by the time I got my license, finally, my partner got a job doing um, marketing for Treasury Wine Estates, which is actually based in Melbourne, but he does all the marketing on the California wine. So that's why we left. Right. I didn't want to leave. Trust me. Yeah. I wish we were still there. <laughs> and we'll be back in a couple of years, actually. But um, my background, um, I have been a nurse for 37 years. I've been in aesthetics for 28 I did hands-on uh, in a busy Durham practice for about four years. Then um, myself and a group of investors opened what we believe was the first med spa in the country, in Washington, D.C. Wow. We had, in 1998, we had three standalone locations in the D.C. area and about seven satellites. And the concept was to make it into a chain, which was way before its time. So about 2002, uh, we're like, this This is not, if we want that concierge level of, of care for our patients and high-end environment, it's, it's just, it didn't work. So we sold all of our, our sites, uh, moved to Chicago, became a consultant uh, for people that wanted to add aesthetics into their practice, like uh, traditional derms, um, adding more aesthetics. Um, Let's see, moved to De uh, Charlotte, rather, uh, ran a large plastic surgery practice, their aesthetics uh, department, um, moved to Australia, um, did some education there. I also am on faculty for um, a company called Aesthetic Advancements, and we, we teach all, all over the country, um, doctors, lawyers, Indian chiefs, um, <laughs> how to inject um, and so I do that. And right now, um, I inject full time at a plastic surgery practice and then do the educational things on the side. 
Wow, oh. that's a good resume. So oh. you don't look like you're 150 years old, Michelle, but you've done. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> I'm the byproduct of what we do. Wow. Yes, definitely. Really? You said you've been, you've been a nurse for what did you say? 20, 37. 20, 37 years. 30, 37 years. 1986. Wow. I was yeah. I was wow. only six years old then. Same, because we're born on the same day. Jeez. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I, we haven't asked both of you your why. why. Why did you do this? You've both got strong, you know, backgrounds in nursing. So maybe back to Sarah, what, what was the impetus? Um, my why is just working in ED, you're actually um, with looking after people where it's their worst day of their life or, you know, one of them when they're really sick or something, traumas happened. So it was constantly looking after the really sick people. And when I came into aesthetics, it was like I really had – like I really love building confidence from the inside out. So I wanted to allow myself to have the skills to be able to help people on the outside feel better about themselves as well as the inside. So yep. it was like a package deal in that way. And just, yeah, wanted to make people feel better instead of like feel better and, the in, you know, with their diseases or whatever that they've had problems, it was their worst day of their life. But actually having confidence to go, wow, I look amazing. This is cool. And then it reflects on them what's inside as well. Yeah. And Michelle, I mean, you, you got into this, I think you said 1998. That was kind of when we were like freezing people's foreheads to the max. And maybe there wasn't that yeah. emotional component that, that Sarah sort of alluded to that we've all learned now. So how was it for you back then? Um, when I got out of nursing school, it was pretty much the height of the AIDS crisis. So mm. I went to work on an HIV unit in uh, George Washington University Medical Center, then went on to NIH and worked in a combined adult and pediatric ICU, actually worked with Dr. Fauci, who is the nicest oh, wow. guy. He's like your, your old Italian uncle. I shouldn't have said old. But um, <laughs> anyway, from there, I went to Georgetown and worked on a bone marrow transplant unit. And it was combined adult and pediatric and uh, one day I just lost, I lost a patient, I'm not personally, but she passed away. And it was, it was someone I had known that had failed transplant twice. And I would just, I was taking work home with me and I'm like, I've got, I've got to find something else I can do with, mm. with, with my degree that I'm around happy people or I can make them feel happy. Yeah. So that's why I got into it. Mm. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was, it was just going back to something you said, Sarah, around, you know, being in the chain clinic and sort of being on your own. And, and that's something I think that a lot of people don't really appreciate when, especially nurses who I guess are yeah. used to working in teams, is that yeah. when you sort of exit the traditional health system where you're working in hospitals, where you've got lots of other nurses around you and doctors and, you know, you, you sort of create like a community within your hospital. And then you yeah. go out into the aesthetic space and quite often, especially mm -hmm. if you work in a chain clinic, you're on your own. And and so yeah. it's a complete culture shift. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate that. And that's something that's come up time and time again in, in a lot of our conversations with people and some of my consulting clients as well is that um, they feel lonely. They feel like they do not yeah. have um, a group of people around them. This industry um, historically has been, you know, highly competitive, can sometimes be a little bit nasty, people not wanting to share, yeah. you know, the successes and, and hiding their failures. And 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 it's a lonely path for, for a lot of people, particularly nurses getting into this space. So I think that's something that, you know, that's become very apparent to us. And, you know, I guess part of what we'll talk about is not only, I guess, some of the things that we're offering from an educational perspective, but just that community 
100%. and sort of peer support. The, yeah, yeah, you hit the, you hit the nail on the head, and that's why Inside Aesthetic, what you guys have created, has been absolutely phenomenal for especially people like me that are working from home that don't have that support network. That you know, you as soon as you if you got a question or something and you know you don't have your standing order doctor available or like it's serious it's a global network where no matter what time zone in the world you can go onto the um patreon ask a question and the answer is right there from so many educated uh advanced doctors nurses paramedics like dentists you name it their whole network is there and it's been a lifesaver for me that's, it truly has. So yeah. appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for creating we'll, this space. We'll, we'll pay you after Sarah. So. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> no, but j- joking aside, um, you know, w- when we started, l- let's explain what Patreon yes. is and then we can get can into it. Can you explain it, it to me? <laughs> yeah, okay. So so Patreon, Patreon is a bit weird in the fact that I think it's very American-centric. It, it, there are a lot of American Patreon accounts. So what Patreon is, it's a website third party is nothing to do with um you know inside aesthetics but people like youtube channels or podcasts or if you're offering anything really you can set up an account called a patreon and your listeners followers fans whatever you want to call them can in the most traditional sense what a patron is it's a donation to right. to that service mm-hmm. so when we started our patreon and to be completely honest and i think we have mentioned this on older podcasts we started it as almost like a do you want to kind of help support the podcast? Because we're kind of doing this on our own and we've got this, like all this equipment and we're spending hours and hours a week. So if you enjoy it, can you kind of, you know, show your love, I guess. Yeah. And we quickly realized, and and we kind of knew this would happen, that (laughs) that that wouldn't be very successful. If, you know, if people were getting a podcast for free, there's no reason for them to, to do anything unless you're a real, you know, hardcore fan and you want to, you know, buy us a cup of coffee every week so we thought okay well how do we add added value and so we've kind of grown this little ecosystem that um within the patreon so depending on you know what your tier is uh so we start from supporter bronze silver gold and we're going to add maybe other ones in the future you get more stuff but i'd rather hear it from your perspective because i don't want to sit here and sound like a salesman so michelle <laughs> in fact why, how did you first even come across the podcast let alone you know, the patreon because that's a newer thing um it was actually through your instagram and oh, you okay. were talking about it and mentioning it and i'm like oh gotta check this out and that has actually morphed into me sharing it with other um, injectors and saying, have you, have you like, do you know about this? It's like this secret almost, <laughs> at least over here on this side of the pond, I guess. Um, and then once they get on there, they're like, this is like all this information. And for me, it's because it's international. It's so intriguing. It's not just our backyard and what people... Th- key opinion leaders in this country are talking about it's what other people from all over the world and sharing ideas and the fact that you guys have so much more cool stuff to play with than we do and (laughs) so we can see maybe what's coming down the pipe for us but it's 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 just fabulous i can't even keep up with it like i I go because our time difference i look and i'm like oh 600 new messages but It is. And then you're like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, or sometimes something will come up with the patient. I'm like, oh my gosh, they were talking about that. Yeah. Let me let me go back to that and reference it. So it's kind of like a little Google 
for aesthetics for me too. So um, I, I so appreciate you guys. And you're not full of yourselves. You're real. I mean, you curse. I love that. Um, <laughs> it's not a bunch of stuffy people um, sitting around, you know, basically saying how great they are. Mm. You're really giving back to the community, and and I really appreciate it. What, you, what you're saying really is we're, we're not fart sniffers, Michelle. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe should, we should explain to listeners. So, so what is in, in IA Patreon? Because I, I want people to understand that there is this support system there. Um, you know, it's quite diverse. I think what you've both said is the the core function that that maybe you didn't have previously that we're offering is the support network and the community. That that that's what a lot of people yeah. are engaging with on a day to day basis. You can ask a question or just have a a nice chat with injectors about you know a concept or even just general chat about a conference yeah. or whatever you like. So we have three um, WhatsApp groups. And to be honest, and, and that was a great example of what you just said, Michelle, I think we're going to need to have either more or a different system. And I'm, I'm open to ideas yeah. of how we do it. Dave and I were talking yesterday. Do we migrate to you know, a different platform? Do we go on Facebook and set up a group so it's a little bit more searchable? Or I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know the, the, the answer, but you know, like you say, you wake up and there's 150 messages from 400 people <laughs> and it's like, okay, I don't know if I can keep up with this, yeah. but at least the option is there to look if you want to. Yeah. yeah. I think it's sort of like a dip in and out when you, when you sort of feel like you want to see what's been happening. If you've got a question, there's always someone around that's, that's going to engage. I was actually going to say today, I should put a message up on all groups saying, look, if I miss your message, because it's possible, probably more than possible. Very possible. Pro <laughs> highly probable. Um, send me a private message and then I'll find, I'll go because you yeah. know, you, can't, you don't have time to sort of sit there sometimes. Uh, and scroll. I agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we have a general group an injectable group and a business group. So, you know, if people have business questions, they fire them into the business group and either David or someone will jump in. And, you know, it's just, a, it, it, I, I think it kind of works. It will evolve over time. Um, but, you know, what, what do you guys, what value or not value do you get from it? Just be honest, tell us. I, I just get heaps of value from it, really. I feel that, um, I, I think that when I was uh, at the Casey Clinic, like, and then going, transitioning from, the franchise to being in my own clinic the lack of support system was there um and so i couldn't you know utilize that so i just feel that the support network is by far anything that i've ever experienced before um and just the, the amount of like everybody is really wanting to help as well and they've got all of their uh, knowledge base from so many different years of experience, so many different product knowledge, uh, everything. There's so much stuff that I hadn't even known about. I never even knew what Haytox was until mm. I heard it on that podcast. So there is just, yeah, and just so much information. Um, I just find it highly valuable. Well done, guys. Well done. Uh, but, the, you know, I want to play devil's advocate because there's lots of WhatsApp groups around the world, free ones obviously set up by whoever. So what what's the point of difference? Because... You know, people might be thinking, well, what's the point? There's no judgment. Yeah. Yeah. You could ask like a, a silly question or admit, you know, I'm a new injector or whatever. And there's no judgment on anybody's part that's chiming in. People really yeah. want to help. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point, actually. Yeah. 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 And I think that. And I am. Yeah. Go on, Mr. Sorry, Sorry, just Go. to say that I, I am a. Um, on another WhatsApp group for one of the uh, English injectors. 
And I just find that that is like what you were saying, Michelle, sometimes when you get on, it's overwhelming. Like there's over it. Yeah, I just don't keep up with that. And I think that where your passion lies as well, there is certain things that you're more connected to. And I feel really connected to the Inside Aesthetics podcast. Like, And that's where I constantly feel that I need to keep keep up to date and keep learning and keep listening and on and keep yeah onto it because I just feel that you guys are just leading the market at mm. the moment. It's just, yeah, it's really good. Do, do you feel that you have the ability to expand upon, you know, what the podcasts offer? So if, uh, you know, a concept comes up in a podcast that we've done and you're like, I don't know, I didn't quite get that or, or, or can you expand more? Is it an opportunity for you guys to sort of delve further and, and ask, you know, maybe the expert or, you know, we've had Dan Julian, he's he's in the Patreon. We've had Laurie. Uh, there's, there's several people who have actually been on the podcast in the Patreon. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of build on that knowledge and sort of take it further. But have, have you guys any, you know, examples of that? I would say um, actually what you were talking about today um, made me circle back to the um, Sebastian's paper about the sea line because right. I have a patient whose who's frontalis looks just like yours. <laughs> okay. And I have struggled with this patient and I'm like, oh yeah, that paper. So that has helped me to then circle back and, and reach out. I think that you, that's the other thing is you guys have made this so approachable and the people that uh, participate in it are so approachable that if I send a message out to somebody almost immediately get a message back and and like i said no judgment no there's no stupid questions yeah so um, just to loop the listeners very- in um to what you were just referencing so i haven't done my botox in ages i've just then it worn off and I've been too busy, etc. Yeah. So I kind of did a really stupid selfie video of myself showing my expressions. And I just said to the group, what would you do to my face? You, you guide the treatment and, and I will get someone to put it in. So we had, <laughs> you know, literally people sending photos with numbers all over my face <laughs> saying, this is what I would do. And it's interesting because it, you know, within five minutes, we realized that everyone had a different yeah. spin on things. Yeah. Uh, and that's so helpful yeah. as well, because you wouldn't like even do you just doing that i was like wow like this is good because it gets you um thinking about how other people inject and, and because really the only time you're ever told is when the um when you're first starting out and you've got your doctor teaching you and everything and then you've got your reps in so the rest of the time you're just making it up with what you think the muscle movement's doing based on experience mm. or based on a pattern that you were taught and yeah, so learning that because I haven't injected many um, male faces, so I was like, oh my god, am I too much? Like, am I? Is he going to judge me? <laughs> and but really, you were like, you did it at all. You were, and I'm still waiting to see what you would do. Yeah, though. you I'm just put up what you would do. I'm just waiting for a few more, a few more responses. But the the point of the exercise was well, one to see what people would say, but then like Michelle yeah. said, drop in some concepts of previous podcasts like the Sea Line and to click or not to click all those papers that Sebastian was in involved in and then do a live that you know because we offer live uh zoom sessions to talk about it in more detail uh and maybe reveal what i do or you know whatever so we're trying to build this almost it's not like homework i don't want people to feel like it's kind of boring and stuffy but to really think about what you're doing every day i mean i could have been a patient sat in your chair and if you guys are lost on a whatsapp well what would you do in your clinic so it's it's kind of a useful exercise right yeah yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, I haven't given you my opinion on what I do yet. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just going back to what you, you said, Sarah, I think that, you know, you said that, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe kind of thing. And I think that's why 
everyone is sort of loving these group discussions is because it only attracts people really who are of the same yeah. mind. And so it's sort of like a, you know, a self-filtering kind of system. You're not going to have people who are joining who aren't really in, in that sort exactly. of in that sort of thought yeah. process. So, 100%. And, yeah. you know, and there are people who, for whatever reason, and you, you're kind of one of them, they don't want to be on multiple <laughs> WhatsApp groups. It's it's fine. You know, some people just, <laughs> they're not that way inclined and, and it's okay. It won't suit you. But if you do like it and you don't and you don't know who to reach out to and you do want to know what they're doing in America or yeah. India or wherever, then this is the place for yeah. you. And there's lots of people I know who I speak to who they, you know, they're sort of voyeurs. They don't really contribute much, but they get a lot out of it just from watching and, and sort of reading mm -hmm. what people say. So not everyone that's on there has to contribute. Obviously, the more people that do, the better. And, and hopefully over time as well, as you get to know people and see the banter and, you know, you might come out of your shell and, and start engaging more as you start to feel more at home. Definitely. Um, but maybe let's talk about the, the lives because that kind of dovetails into what we're saying in terms of, you know, taking deeper dives into some of the, the topics that we're discussing on, on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. So we, when was it? Just before Christmas, yeah. uh, David launched um, our IA Business Lives. So as you guys would have known, we've done multiple podcasts on the business of injecting mm. and, you know, some of those concepts. Even this Friday, uh, we'll do one with Felix that's coming out, which is about entrepreneurship and yeah. kind of high-end business. Yeah. Um, but you know, there are many people who feel a bit uncomfortable with business or they, or they don't know what they're doing. So you've been great in that respect, David, to do the podcast, but also now you're offering yeah. lives. So tell us more. What, what's the whole point? Well, of I guess, you know, it became obvious that, you know, when you and I having the discussion, it, it's really only, you know, a two way conversation between us and the guest. And we try and answer all the questions, ask all the questions that we think people want to hear and, uh, you know, get the answers to and the ones that we want to obviously, you know, fulfill our own curiosities with as well. But there's only a limited amount of time and it's not interactive. And what we thought was for our patrons, what we would do is with these live sessions is bring back some of these guests. Sometimes it'll just be me, but often if I can try and find a subject matter expert who's been on the podcast before is take like a deeper dive into some of these discussions. So we had Cassandra Smith on who I was you know, in business with for over 10 years and she ran many clinics with me from an operational perspective. She's got a dermal science background and, and talking about how to motivate teams and looking at maximizing retail opportunities within your clinic mm -hmm. and allowing people within that live Zoom to actually ask questions, talk about their experiences. Maybe they wanna share some knowledge or tips or things that have worked for them and, and share them with the group. Yeah, You know, Felix who we had on well, he'll be coming out this Friday or next yeah. Friday, you know, absolute medium, uh, you know, business mogul over in, in Switzerland, in Europe. Um, he's agreed to come back on and talk about, you know, inspiration and how you turn a business from an idea into reality and the different life cycles and, and talking about exit strategies and how do you think about um, making your business potentially work more passively for you. And he's, he's a dermatologist by trade and has sort of transitioned into, into a business person. So those are the sort of discussions that we, that we want to have, bring, you know, the lawyer on that scared the shit out of everyone in terms of medico-legal <laughs> risks and how to sort of bulletproof yourself from a consent and, and practice perspective. So that's kind of what we're doing is taking select topics. Well, I'm going to be doing it from a business perspective um, and bringing those people back in and, and having a really detailed discussion and, and trying to make it interactive so people can actually ask questions and, and feel more engaged like they're having a fireside chat with one of these high-profile people that are at the top of their game. Yeah, um, maybe you couldn't, Michelle, because you're on a different time zone, but Sarah, did, would, did you manage to catch any of David's uh, business lives? 
Yeah, I love them. All of them I've been on. I also had a um, little sneaky chat with him doing a mentorship, which oh, yeah. was awesome as well. Oh, well, let's right. break um, that down then. So so you've done three business lives now, yeah. I think. Um, the first one was like... Um, just a general You know, sort just of. sort of general chit-chat. And I think from that one, we realized, okay, we need to sort of pin down onto a topic yeah. because the engagement was fantastic. We were sort of jumping all yeah. over the place. So then the next one was more about profit and loss yeah. and... I guess some of the nitty gritty lingo. Yeah. Yep. And then the yeah. third one was about, um, was with Cass. What yeah. was the title of it? Again? It was uh, maximi- identifying and maximizing retail opportunities within your business. That's right. Clinic. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, this is something that you're not going to just learn overnight from a life. But what, what did you take away from it, Sarah? Oh, just with the whole zero thing as well, um, just learning about profit and loss. And I just didn't really understand it. I guess we're all ignorant on on a different set of subjects, really. And when it comes to business and zero and profit and loss and all that sort of stuff, you know, being a nurse and then all of a sudden having your own business, there is a lot to sort of gauge. And just speaking to David, his just wealth of knowledge around that business side is phenomenal. So, and the way that he uh, like talks about it and um, educates you, it's really easy to understand as well. So it's not like you, you know, have you got a lawyer and they start talking lawyer talk, whereas mm. he's just talking every day your buddy talk, this is how it is. So it just it was really easy for me to understand and follow. So that was a great benefit. And Cassandra was amazing as yeah. well with um, how she was on. Oh, my, I just want her in my clinic, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, so just her passion and how much um, that, that she was educating as well. And just like there's a lot of the things that you sort of know, but you don't know it until you actually hear it properly. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And, yeah, just bringing it to light and educating that way. Yeah, yeah it's just phenomenal. Like I, I can't speak highly enough of everybody. It's really, really good. Oh, well awesome. done, David. Oh, thanks. Well, <laughs> yeah. And it's evolving. I mean, we're, we're sort of, I'm, you know, finding my way and, and sort of, working out the best way to present it and, and sort of, you know, encouraging people to interact. So it's sort of evolving as we go. So I think they'll get better, you know, just as the podcast hopefully has gotten better over time, we'll get better at these as well. So, you, you know, the feedback that you give, you know, positive or negative or constructive is, is always good because otherwise we don't know how to improve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even though I said Michelle may have missed them, we always make the opportunity to, to replay it. Yep. So if you're on, you know, a tier that gives yes. you access to these things, you can just watch it the next day or whenever you like, really. So you won't miss this stuff. But of course, you know, we probably have more people in our time zone or we just find that Mm -hmm. the UK time zone tends to work. But when we get to like Canada and States, it's like four in the morning for you guys normally. So (laughs) apologies for that. But, you know, once we go to the Patreon, we'll do America centric ones and the Aussies can just deal with it. And they'll be the ones who have to replay. Yeah. So these things will evolve. Um, And then I guess the other side of the lives is our start, the injectable lives. So we're actually doing our first one this Monday coming. So again, I'm kind of guided by, by what the the patrons say. And, and because we had that whole chat about Botox patterns or toxin patterns and sea lines and all the rest of it. uh, My next one will be on that because I, I think there's, you know, a lot of preconceived knowledge or stuff that maybe, you know, including myself, we learned, very cookie cutter patterns from our reps or from that first course we ever went on. And I think we still lean on that sometimes and, you know, and things have moved on. So hopefully we'll kind of yeah. give you a bit of a modern spin about how to approach what is often ignored as something quite easy, but toxin yeah. isn't easy, especially in the forehead, I can tell you. Um, but the <laughs> first one will be on what I'm going to call the art of consultation. Cause again, a lot of our chats and the WhatsApps have, have been about, you know, difficult patients or how do you, 
sell or are you supposed to sell and and, and you know, how do you pick all these tricky patients all the rest of it so i'm going to try and pull all that knowledge together and how you i mean because we haven't even spoken about this and we'll speak about it now um <laughs> how are you planning to present is it going to be like a one-way conversation um, I, or, or you, this is am where I, am i allowed to chime in and give you shit and ask questions no 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 of course so so this is <laughs> yeah, where do it, do it, do it. this is the brilliance of, of our yin and yang david hates the structure he doesn't want to do a boring you know death by powerpoint i understand that like and, you know and some of the concepts in the business thing are are, are very different they need to be discussed and and thrown around yeah. i guess yeah. because you know people don't know what they don't know whereas for the um, injecting stuff, you know, I've obviously got some pre-made slide decks that I've I've given talks in in various capacities. So I've got some up my sleeve that I can just sort of ready to go. But I think you know, from injectors' perspective, sometimes we do like a system and a method. Um, you know, I want mm -hmm. people to go away with with sort of some grabbable bullet points that Something they can tangible. sort of put into practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so mine are going to be a bit more inverted commas okay. stuffy uh, powerpoints, but. I'm pretty sure this first one, I'm going to have to break it into two because I'm sure people are going to be jumping in, yeah. including yourself. Yep. And, you know, the more we debate and discuss things, the more content yeah. we have. So I'm kind of, I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm whatever the people want, we'll do. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, it'd be good to see you in the hot seat on Monday. There you go. I don't know if you've ever seen me do a, like a presentation <laughs> before, have you? No. I, not well, really. Not really. Oh, we could be interesting. Yeah. Um, and maybe just to reference some of the other things that um, Patreon sort of uh, IA Patreon offers, we, we've got some uh, back catalogue webinars that we did back in 2020. Mm. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to, to dive in yet. There's a lot of content there. But when we hit our first lockdown, we, uh, in fact, this is how the podcast kind of evolved yeah. and, and where Patreon first started. We, we did something outside of the podcast. Yeah. So we reached out to some friends and colleagues and experts all over the place. And we just did some live webinars yeah and and that's really the concept of the lives yeah um so these are sort of you know replayable so anyone from uh, bronze tier upwards can watch those webinars mm. whenever they like i just had an idea for you for a live go on on ultrasound you should bring someone about i have already got that up my sleeve oh, yeah. don't you worry oh, you i don't, I don't <laughs> want to give the name of the expert just in case it, it falls through but uh, it's not someone who's been on the podcast it's someone new okay um but they're very well mm -hmm. known for what they're doing in the uk that's the only clue i'm going to give you mm. okay mm. yeah oh. um Actually, that's a good point. What would you guys want to learn about ultrasound? Let's just ask the crowd. What, what you know? Have you even played with it yet? I've played with it a little bit. Um, it's on my um, asking. Please, can we have one list this year? Um, last year, we got a couple of uh, AccuVeins and a, a new laser. But let me ask you this: How cumbersome is it to be able to? The ones that I've seen and ones I've played with are like the little hockey stick handheld ultrasounds mm -hmm. that you need an iPad or some type of screen. So it's almost like two people need to be in the room. Do you find it that to be true or can you can you see everything with mm -hmm. whatever equipment that you have? Yeah. Just one person. So this doesn't go completely off piece. I'll keep it simple. But yes, you can definitely do it on your own. Um, I only have an iPad. And the software is on okay. my iPad, and then I'm using the Clarius L20 HD3, just to give it its full name. And that's you know mobile, yeah. no no wires, it's all Bluetooth, and you just go. It's amazing. Um, oh. So you know you don't need a big cumbersome trolley and all these you know knobs and gizmos. You don't need any of that. You just need an iPad and the ultrasound. And do you mount the iPad oh. on something? Yeah. 
Uh, I well, I either put it on my treatment trolley okay. or just on the okay. bench next to me. It depends on. Yeah, I, I do think there are, the logistics could be better. I might buy a, a special stand that I can just wheel around with just my iPad. Yeah, but you know, you, yeah. most most clinics will be able to sort of handle it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Um, so, what else do we do in Patreon? Um, I've started doing hints and tips videos. Now, again, there's a lot of content there, so I don't know if you guys have even had a chance to dive in yet. But So within the Patreon app, so Patreon has an app, uh, essentially there's like a feed of content. So yeah, for, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, you know, that's where we advertise the dates of our lives, the Zoom links, um, anything relevant to, you know, all of the patrons. And then I'm just throwing up randomly uh, hints and tips videos. And it's interesting. My, my patients are very happy to do a hints and tips video. They've got no problems with confidentiality because they know it's in a private ring fence group. But as soon as I say the word Instagram, they're like, no, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm out. <laughs> not for me. So it's interesting. There'll be a lot of content that I can't put on Instagram, but I can put in our IA patron. So, okay. um, I think that's where the the real benefit is going to come because a lot of people have asked to shadow or, you know, they want to do hands-on training and that's not scalable really. I mean, I can do it in a small capacity, but if I can just show what I'm doing in my clinic to however many patrons we have, I think that'll be a really useful yeah. learning exercise. Have you guys had a chance to look at any of the videos yet or not? Cause it's, it's, it's a newer thing. What, what did you see, Sarah? Um, I saw well, pretty much most of them at the moment. I really um, enjoyed the um, the techniques that you were talking about with that lady that had the, was it? Oh, the DLI. The unilateral yeah, yeah, DLI yeah. pool, yeah. Yeah, that was so interesting as well because, like, I obviously I don't come across those type of um, clientele. So, um, yeah, it's just my, ba- my basic ones are just the basic forehead round, you know, typical toxin and um, profilo and, fillers and stuff so when i'm dealing with you know asymmetries in that sort of way i haven't used seen it before so it was really interesting to um gauge that yeah um and yeah and just the lift as well in that lady's cheek that was really interesting as well um so yeah just lots of stuff yeah i mean the problem we have the podcast which is why patron is useful nothing's visual we can't show anything yeah we can talk to the cows come home for an hour and a half to an expert but it's not very tangible but if you can just show a filler result or a toxin Mm -hmm. technique then i think a picture speaks a thousand words sometimes yeah yeah well it's 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 evolving and we're learning as we're going as well and um whilst i'd love to sit here and tell everyone about how wonderful we are we should (laughs) We should probably. Yeah, again, if people are listening, thinking, "Oh, this is a weird one," Um, it's not about us selling. It's actually about us saying, "You guys have support if you want it." It's not. We're not hammering you over the head saying you have to do anything. Um, But thank you to our patrons for kind of the yeah the education's there, the support's there. So obviously, if you're a injector like myself who is a little bit scared on that you know working by yourself or whatever and you want that support mm. then it's definitely i would find going on to the patreon and getting it it's like 10 cups of coffee a month or something that it works out to be yeah a I, ridiculous value i'm happy to say the price because right. i don't feel embarrassed i think it's actually really good value so for the most right. popular tier which is gold which is currently our highest tier is 30 dollars a month australian dollars so what 360 dollars a year for everything eight webinars mm-hmm. multiple lives multiple whatsapp groups all the hints and videos um there's more stuff coming so i think that's pretty good yeah, value well, to be honest some people drink 10 coffees Maybe in a day no. so. 
Yeah. But anyway, okay. I'm not here to judge myself. You guys will be the judge. But um, anything else to add, guys? Because we don't want to sit here and sort of, you know, wave our flag saying we're amazing. T- tell the guys why they should join. You know, even doing this for as long as I've been doing it, I can tell you that I don't inject the same way today as I did five years ago, as I did even three years ago. And the, the more knowledge that I can soak up, and this is such a sponge worthy um, Patreon group, just the, the tips that people put out here, the support, like what you've been talking about, the, the, the pure education, you just can't buy that. You can go to these little these uh, seminars and groups and stuff like that and listen to people talk, like you said, all day long, but it's so multifaceted. It's like a big parfait of education and it's not just, you know, throwing things at you. It's um, getting people to participate. It's um, the thing with your forehead um, was great that people are drawing on their little pictures and stuff (laughs) like that. I thought that was amazing that, all these different people would inject the same person so many different ways. <laughs> yeah. And that's such a point to be made is that it is not cookie cutter. It is not one size fits all. And, and pe- that's, that's such a great tool. It's, I can't say enough about it. And actually even more interesting with that little exercise goes back to business. It's like, well, may, this is maybe an Australian centric kind of issue, but many clinics, including independent clinics, set up modeled on a chain clinic style pricing and packaging. So for example, a common one is 40 units and 50 or 55 units of Botox or equivalent in Dysport or Xeomin. And so you saw lots of people doing different doses on my face that they drew on in different patterns. And so clearly some might have fitted a 40 unit package. Some might be 55 or some might be 60, 70, whatever. And so you get to a point where you think, well, hold on. If you're offering a patient a package, are you actually treating them correctly by giving them a package or should it be the other way around and you, and you charge per unit and it is what it is. That's the price because that's what it should be. So I just want to challenge people, not just from an injecting perspective, but why are they even doing these things? Well, I mean, I mean, even some people I've been talking to and, you know, this is not a criticism, it's just an observation and, and something that I've become aware of is a lot of people start out in chain clinics and then they go and venture out on their own. And essentially what they do is that's all they've known. So they essentially take the chain clinic business Mm. model and then all they do is insert it into their own location and everything stays the same. Mm. And so that's Mm. been something that's been a revelation for me as well. Um, You've gone out on your own, but like there's so much more we could be doing. We need to make this business yours. We need to look like who are your patients? What are your goals and aspirations for for your business? And how can we actually start making a point of difference rather than just essentially replicating what you already know and just changing the walls and, yeah. the, and maybe the logo. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think that um, this is really only the beginning. This industry is, you know, expanded and progressed so quickly in, in a relatively short space of time compared to other industries. And I feel like we're really only just scratching the surface, both from a, mm-hmm. a medical and a business perspective. So it's interesting time to be involved and I'm, you know, really grateful to be involved. I mean, it's so nice being surrounded by so many, so many great and enthusiastic people that are like-minded and, and I'm learning every day too. So it's not just about us, you know, passing on our knowledge. I'm sort of learning all the time. So I was going to say, I'm learning yeah. from feedback that you guys give or one of the experts jump in. It's useful for us, but it also gives us content ideas for future podcasts. It's like a self-fulfilling 
positive feedback yeah. loop. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So thank you guys for joining us. I know that was a slightly un- yeah. different podcast, a shorter yeah. podcast, but you know, we thought it would be yeah. uh, interesting to showcase what we're doing outside of the audio podcast. Yeah, and just don't, we didn't pay these guys to come on. <laughs> Definitely didn't. <laughs> no, no payment. <laughs> no. no payment. And I get paid in knowledge, don't but, worry. Do and I, I thought I'd drop in as well. This is kind of <laughs> slightly off the point. We think we found a video editor for our YouTube yep. channel. So that's going to come back into, Mm. well, we're going to resuscitate it. Resuscitate CPR. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. And just a reminder, if you're listening, thinking, oh, that that sounds quite interesting. No pressure. Just go to uh, worldwideweb.insideaesthetics.com forward slash Patreon. So P-A-T-R-E-O-N. All the stuff's there. You can see what tier gives you what um you can start off lower if you don't want to commit to yeah you know even what is a small price but you can go up if you decide to upgrade so yeah. whatever you like or just dip in for a month and see if it's exactly you, you can just yeah. sign up for a month yeah. or a year whatever you like it's super flexible you're not committed but i guarantee you're going to learn something thanks guys thanks for your time and and uh sharing all your knowledge and your passion about what you do and about i guess the community and about that, IA. yeah and the community that we're building so thank you very much really appreciate it yeah take care guys we will see you on the thanks, whatsapp friend. thank you thank you thanks so much for building it for our latest news upcoming guests and episode topics follow us on instagram at inside aesthetics podcast Using the link in our Instagram profile, you can easily email us, text us, apply to be a guest on the show, follow our personal accounts on Instagram, and even show your love and support us on Patreon. 